0: All right, folks, real talk. If you're not focusing on progress each and every day, we're talking step-by-step consistency for your entire life, you are not going to get what you want. Guaranteed. Don't care who you are, what you do. All right, but there's a way around it. And my guest today is going to show you how. This is the Music Fit Podcast. Let's do this thing. Alright folks, welcome back to the show. Like I said in that intro, we've got five reasons why you're not getting as much out of life as you would like. But uh, before we get to our guest, Mr. Joel Pareko, singer-songwriter, strength and conditioning coach, physical literacy advocate, and uh, dear friend of mine. I wanted to talk to you about uh, other friends of mine here, the Unison Benevolent Fund. Now, for my Canadian audience out here, this is super important for you guys. Unison Benevolent Fund, if you're not aware of, they're a nonprofit, registered, leading charity that provides counseling and emergency relief services to the Canadian music community. Super important in these types of times. Now. They are an assistance program, okay? They were created and administered for the music community, by the music community, designed to provide discreet relief to music industry professionals in times of crisis through financial assistance and counseling and health solutions. So why are we talking about this? Well, because in times of need, we got to reach out on our friends, right? Reach out for that support. If you are able to make a donation to Unison, you want to head on over to unisonfund.ca. Also, if you're a music maker, this, is, this isn't just a musician. This is any industry, photography, anything that contributes to the uh, music community as a whole. We would love to uh, to make sure that you are a part of this. You're registered. Just head to unisonfund.ca. Register yourself up as a uh as a as a member and then reap the rewards you get lots of access to uh, as I had mentioned counseling services uh, emergency relief funding and you get a whole host of awesome resources to help you stay well okay so not just physical well-being mental well-being financial well-being you name it we're taking care of you over here at unison they've been dear friends of, uh, of me in like since I got into this stuff so very much a big pal when it comes to Music Fit Collective. So, mean the world, if you guys go share some love and uh, see what they're up to over there, and if you can support, please, please do. I mean, I've got some facts on here for the music community stuff. It's actually quite shocking how much of a shitty run we've had in this industry. Uh, the evaporation of the live music scene has led to a decline in revenue of $233 million in just six months. That's insane. Okay. I don't know another sector of industry that has taken that kind of a hit. The live sector especially has, uh, has been hit hard here during the pandemic, seeing a 79% drop in income from 2019. So as you can imagine, if you're a music maker here in Canada, we are a hurting bunch right now. So any kind of donation, like I said, no donation is too small. Uh, we're going to be doing some really, really interesting things over the next four weeks. We've got some surprises up our sleeves, so stay tuned. Um, but like I said, for everything Unison, head on over to unisonfun.ca. Let's talk about the show. Got to sit down with my pal, Joel Pareco of Synergy Performance. And we got to talking about physical well-being, music, you name it. Lots of good stuff in here. Really think you're going to enjoy the show. So without further ado, let's hear from Joel Pareco. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, we've got Mr. Joel pareco in the house. Kinda, kinda in, in his house at least, in my house. We're doing the zoom thing, because that's what we do, you know, 2020, 2021. We're not sure when this is all gonna be out. Dude, thank you so much for your time. How you Hi, been? My
1: pleasure. Doing well and yourself?
0: I am I am so good. I mean, we were just talking off air about how uh, how you know the the interesting dynamic of you know kind of just getting into the fitness industry and and how things have kind of changed and where we have to go with that and that's kind of the, the way the conversation is going to go before we get into that though dude um being that it's the music fit podcast i'd i would got to ask the obvious question what kind of stuff are you listening to these days
1: um i have been getting into a lot of the throwbacks um and i was so compelled in to make a playlist for myself I call it the nostalgic playlist and this is what I listen to when I work out because the one thing about you know being in our situation here in Alberta being in our lockdown shutdown quarantine uh, condition that we're currently in is I'm confined to working out at home working out in my garage Um, the bonus at that point Time or the bonus for that right now is that I get to control what's being played, so I get to (laughs) I get to decide what's being played in uh, in my gym. So I put together this nostalgic playlist, and it features a lot of '80s hair metal stuff that I remember growing up to. We got your Poison, we got your um, Def Leppard, we got yourself uh, some Motley Crue. Uh, we got Guns N' Roses, Metallica, ACDC. Oh man! Um, we got Quiet Riot. We got Twisted Sister. We got Foreigner. Uh, we got Boston. Um, man, I just uh, I just decided to go. Oh man, I just recently added some uh, Motorhead to it. You know, um, some Ace of Spades and uh, and some yes. other uh, classics from them. And and I just love that stuff because of the fun memories that it brings. You know up when i listen to it but also just some rad rad tunes that are just phenomenal to be able to work and lift it to definitely just uh, gets me going so that is what some of the cool stuff that i've been listening to is the stuff in the past
0: now to give some background guys joel is an accomplished singer songwriter (laughs) Okay, this guy sings like a mix of Fergie and Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you're too
1: kind. You're too
0: kind. No, We've got some history, and yeah. and uh, and the interesting thing about this uh, this show particular is that it is geared towards musician so mm-hmm. you're kind of a jack of all trades as well you're you're a musician you're in the music industry you've got that side of things down you're also an accomplished strength and conditioning coach we're going to be yes. into that we're currently in some talk to me about your uh, your role in the fitness side of things and okay. uh, and how how did we get into that
1: um well i mean it goes but, I mean, I've, you know, like you said, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. And, um, you know, I, you know, funny enough, I started off in the trades. I was, uh, when I got out of high school, I became an electrician. Uh, that was never my desire or passion. And, and, you know, like many people coming out of high school, I was searching for what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, like we do have a, a history together. And so um, when I finished my certification as an electrician um and we were in a position where there was a recession going on and uh wasn't able to procure any work and i was looking for something new to do and 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 it was you know opportunity time for me to transition careers perhaps and you brought it to my attention that maybe fitness was where i should go because it was something that i was also passionate about aside from you know music Um, So that's kind of how I fell into health and fitness was uh, all the way back to 2010. Um, I began my venture then. um, And then over the years, you know, I I did personal training. um, But I also wanted to evolve my career. And I got to a crossroads in, in my career where I was feeling on the end of my personal training career, but then was having a very huge bout with, uh, you know, anxiety and stress about what to do next. And I didn't know what to do next because I did enjoy coaching, but I wanted to change it. And how that was going to come about, I didn't know. And so it took some time, some soul searching and some um, time just to be able to figure out what that was. And it was that I wanted to work in strength and conditioning, but I wanted to do it with the population that – I initially intended to do when I first started in the health industry, industry, and that was to work with youth. and Because um, I wanted to be the strength and conditioning coach. I wanted to be that influence that I never really had growing up. And that's what inspired me to want to work with youth. So I did a lot of investigating, and it led me to going into a bachelor's degree at Mount Royal University here in Calgary uh, for health and physical education with Mm -hmm. uh, a major in physical literacy so um and many people you know they use that term physical literacy and some know what it means some don't uh but what is physical literacy uh, a very brief synopsis of what that is is that physical literacy is what we can do at a grassroots level for an individual like at, at the very early ages of development uh teaching them fundamental movements and also cultivating them emotionally and cognitively um, so that they are inspired to be active for life. Mm. So that's, that's the key is that it's not just about, you know, teaching people to move so that they can get into sport um, or that they can just, you know, pursue activity, but just, it's also understanding how the movements are supposed to be, you know, intended. um, But it's also creating an emotional, like safe emotionally safe environment and uh, for those people so that they feel inspired and that they and that they feel impassioned to be involved in those physical activities um so I think and 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 to make sure that that happens throughout the rest of their lives and that's what physical literacy a- advocates are supposed to do is, is essentially guide people from that experience from the very early ages to the late stages yeah Wow.
0: So, uh, yeah, it sounds like all in. Like you, you got right in, and now are even furthering the the continued empowerment of people around you. What kind of things are you seeing here that, if you could, if you could fix, you would? Like, what kind of things are are,
1: are out there? I, I think what is, I mean, very challenging right now um, is accessibility. I think that's a huge. Uh, and inclusivity that's those are probably the two major challenges in the fitness industry uh, especially when it comes to uh, you know a younger population um, to an even older population like it's just it just that inclusivity that, that lack of accessibility makes it difficult uh, for them to participate on a regular basis for physical activity. so when you are faced with a pandemic um, what's happening is that there's you know many many businesses that are closing, um, schools are, you know, getting into restrictions where they cannot integrate with, you know, the educators can't integrate with their students. Um, so, you know, physical activity becomes less and less and less. And then the role is passed on to the parents to keep their children accountable to do that. And that can also become a challenge. And now that we're transitioning, you know, recently out of the holiday season, and I'm, I'm positive that parents were faced with that challenge. How do I keep my child active through the holiday season or how do I keep my child active you know like when you know all the schools are having us um, be at home for online education Um, you know I think but then that translates to even adults you know like the the ones that are stuck at home you know and you know let's just say they don't have a full gym and they're left to bodyweight equipment and you know that or body weight equipment, but body weight exercises and and lack of equipment, and so this can be a huge challenge for people because one, it's it's difficult because um, they may not know what to do, or two, they just don't feel inspired to do it um, because all they know are some are more rudimentary uh, exercises, and while they can be beneficial, some people might view them as tedious. Um, and I think just from a business standpoint, I think a lot of coaches um, are struggling. To keep themselves going uh, financially, you're seeing a lot of coaches having their close down shop. Um, you know, seeing a lot of businesses go under. Um, it's 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 really stressful for those that are still trying to make it um, make a go of it. But it's also very disheartening to see you know people that are I'm close to uh, colleagues, friends that are are either really struggling or they're having to walk away from the business altogether. So not to put a negative tone on it, but it, it definitely poses a lot of challenges. And so it, it really forces those out there to be creative, both on the, the coaching side of things, but also from the, um, the act of, you know, like for the athletes out there and for the for fitness goers, it really puts them in a position where they have to be very creative to make sure that they maintain the health and fitness industry as a whole. So,
0: yeah, Now, and it sounds like you've got uh, some tricks up your sleeve to to kind of provide that kind of solution uh, when it does come to making things a little bit more accessible. Care mm-hmm. to speak towards that?
1: Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, like many coaches out there that are doing all that they can to keep their current client base going and also inspire new uh, people to um, get involved in health and fitness – Uh, I'm I'm doing all I can online to perpetuate that and to encourage people to get involved. Um, So I think one thing that, you know, that is also a huge problem for people in a pandemic and because um, people are losing jobs um, because of COVID-19 or that their hours are reduced and so they're really having to, you know, be more restrictive in terms of their spending uh, is I'm, trying to p- provide more affordable options uh, like many coaches out there. So online, um, you know I've got a couple different things that I, I'm bringing out in the new year or this new year and one of them is something that I started um, at the latter stages of 2020 mm-hmm. um, and it's a, a like online weekend uh, virtual fitness. and so um, initially that started out as an outdoor boot camp. Um, because we we couldn't go into the gyms, and I had an old client contact me asking about wanting to train, but with his family, yep. um, to come out uh, and and work out, and we wanted to work outdoors. And so I just started at a boot camp uh, with them, and then I invited many, you know whoever wanted to join. And so, when we were able to go into the gyms and when the weather was changing from, you know, sunny weather to, um, you know, more colder temperatures, we decided to transition to online. They weren't too keen on going into the gym. They were still very hesitant. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to be considerate of that. Uh, But then like, it was great to work with a couple, you know, a few families that uh, just wanted to stay active and, and keep their families healthy and well during this, uh, these uh, constrained times and everything like that. So, um, we started this online boot, um, online weekend session. So they work out in their homes. Um, I just coach from here on home on Zoom, mm-hmm. and um, and we carried it all the way to until Christmas time, and it was great. And so we want to keep that going. So now we're going to be starting that back up again, and it's it's great because you get to work out from home, but you also get to connect with some other people, even though it's virtually, you still get to connect with some other families. So, mm-hmm. And I think what I really enjoyed about it was, or what I have been enjoying about it, um, is the family time. And I think that's also very precious. And I think that's one thing that we've gotten from this pandemic is the importance of family and the importance of connection. Uh, and I think that it's, uh, it was not something I intended, but it's definitely blossomed into something that's been really amazing. So, And it's again, it's very affordable. Um, You know, we'll we'll definitely put you up some links into terms of what um, costs, But I mean, like it's, you know, for just one session, it's fifteen dollars for one person, Um, and they get to come in for a full hour and do a workout. And I think it's a it's a regular thing too. So again, that keeps your opportunity to have a routine Mm -hmm. uh, and built in. You know that you know Saturdays at eleven thirty in the morning. Uh, you've got a workout plan, and I think that helps. this it keeps you accountable, helps to keep you know inspired, and and it also just uh, you know you know that you're going to see some regular faces, and I think that also makes it you know during this time when we don't when we have a lack of connection, I think that's really important to have that. So um, that is one one opportunity that I have. Um, the other thing is I have a new program that I started up. Um, I do online uh, fitness programs. Uh, I recently um, got affiliated with Train Heroic and mm-hmm. their uh, online software for um, for fitness coaches. And so now people can download this app and then I just provide them with their sign-in information and then they're able to be assigned online programs. And so now I have um, these uh, new programs that I've developed, uh, multiple different training styles, and... It gives the people opportunities to do an affordable training program but choose a style that, that's more pertainable to them. So these are uh, four-week programs, and it has um, anywhere from you know three to five days' worth of workouts each week mm-hmm. and, and, and provides you your structure. It also provides you videos for instructions so that you get more of a... Not only do you have the written instructions for what you're supposed to do, but there's also... Uh, Video, so that you have a little bit more biofeedback and you're able to get more of a visual representation for the exercises. So you're getting, uh, you know, a little bit more opportunity for instruction that way. And um, yeah, and so, like, for it's, I wanted to provide this program to give people more of an affordable option for Mm -hmm. training. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, granted, these don't provide as much personal attention as what I do for um, my individualized prescribed programs, but it does provide you some guidance. And I think it's a great option for people that have experience right now, like with health and fitness, but are restricted to working out, you know, either by themselves because of finances or because of uh, COVID-19 restrictions. Mm -hmm. And it gives them a little bit more guidance that way. um, And they don't have to break the bank to do it.
0: Yeah, no, it sounds great. It sounds like you're really thinking about um, everybody from, grassroots right up until like executive everybody's life has been affected right and it sounds like you're you're really really aware of that and you're you're helping your like it goes to show the the genuine service that you do care uh, about everybody that you're working with and being able to provide these kind of opportunities for people to still stay fit uh, and and move towards their goals uh, despite their current situation that that should speak volumes I mean my question to you though is uh, how does this work for if I'm a musician and mm-hmm. I've got no experience how does this how does this fit to a musician world
1: mm-hmm. well I think to a musician world I think it would it would really do like I mean for the different like virtual options I think that it would really help them in terms of finding the accountability there. I think with the, like with many musicians is that it doesn't really dif- differ in terms of their um, desires to become healthy and fit. Um, you know, I think it's for whether or not they can find something that's accessible to them. I think that just that's a problem that that creates the you know that spans between the populations, no matter what, whether you're a musician or whether you are um, an office worker or whether you're uh, a stay-at-home parent it really, that's where there's a, the similarities there. I think um, if the musician was looking for something like specific to them um, for like, you know, they want to strengthen their back, um, that is a, you know, because of their drummer, um, you know, and the posi- position and posture that they sit in on a frequent basis, I think that's something that can definitely carry over to somebody that's an office worker and forced to be in front of a computer on a regular basis. So, um I think, you know, just from an online perspective and, and when I do, like, my coaching and my exercise programs, that there's going to be something that definitely filters into where they're looking to be healthy and fit. Um, now, if it was, like, to a specific motion or injury, well, then that thing that's where it becomes a little bit more specified for them when it comes to an injury or when it becomes to a specific uh, motion that they need to facilitate because of um, the instrument that they have taken up. And so that's where specific programs become a little bit more of a necessity. And Mm -hmm. and so that doesn't necessarily lead them out to the dust. It just makes, you know, where they have to invest a little bit more, but for a purpose. Uh, And so, like, my program is the same thing. I I would, like, I do have personalized programs for that reason, is for people that do need that more personal attention, that they do need uh, an individualized prescribed program for them, And while they do, you know, end up spending a little bit more money, then, you know, it's with a purpose, it's with an intention, it's with to make sure that we address them specifically. However, if they're not faced with those, you know, that kind of um, issues, and then there there is that opportunity for them to do it at a lower cost, and still stay actively engaged. And like, you know, for the musicians that are are family uh, oriented, and they have uh, kids of their own, um, then they can be you participate in a program like mine. You know, like the weekend one, or they can do. Um, if they don't have kids, that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't participate. If they're just looking for something regular, routine-wise, that they can do every weekend, um, then that's another opportunity for them. If they're uh, a person that hasn't done any workouts before uh, and they are looking for something more foundational, then there's uh, body weight options that I have for the. The Synergy RX30, that's the name of the program. There's an unequipped bodyweight option. Uh, and there gives an opportunity for them to work out at home. And there's um, foundational movements that they can start doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, too, I definitely want to point out there is that uh, I'm a coach that, you know, I'm not going to leave you completely out to dry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm, you know, while I don't intend to, like, restructure the whole framework of the workout if there is something that you're just physically not comfortable with or physically just unable to do, I'm not going to leave you stranded on there or tell you just to skip it. I'm more than happy to work with you and adapt it to you. You know, um, I don't... That That's always been my philosophy is that, you know, I want to go above and beyond for my clients, for my athletes, because at the end of the day, that's what speaks to me as a coach. I don't want to leave them, you know burdened with you know not being able to do something or burdened just you know trying to struggling to figure out what to do or if they or feeling um inadequate because they aren't able to do something that i prescribe to them because you know it's not written in stone it's uh it's something that can be adaptable and i think given the situation that we're in with the pandemic uh that's all we we have to be adaptable that is like basically the theme of this whole pandemic is is the ability for the human spirit to be adaptable and so um and just like much like the programs that i'm developing um so is my coaching style and so is my way of working with clients and that is the main root message that i want to make sure people take away from their involvement in their interactions with me
0: oh pierogi pierogi you are an inspiring dude my man thank you um no it's it it just it comes back to uh for for listeners not really sure why i just said pierogi people couldn't pronounce pareko, and we just called him joel p and then we figured hey the kid's ukrainian you know what else is great pierogies so he forever became joel pierogi That's the backstory on that. Where I was going with this is that, dude, you you come back to such a genuine place. You're so heart-centered with your message and what you're doing. Yeah, of course, we're all business owners. We're all trying to keep ourselves up. But at the same time, you're delivering a service to help keep people moving. To close things down here today, I'd love to get a little bit of insight from you. If you could rewrite the book when you first got into this, Knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself? As, or better yet, what would you tell the the person that's sitting there contemplating, sitting on the fence? Ah, oh, I should work it, but what they don't know what to do. What if you had like three key points? What what would you sum it down to be the most important thing for somebody who's just sitting there going like,
1: ah, uh, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing, and, and I think this is something that not only is a fitness thing, but it's a life thing, is to ditch the idea of perfectionism. Uh, ditch that idea that you're going to be perfect because we um, are have the perfect scenario because it's never going to be that way, you know, to say like, oh, I will start the gym when X, Y, Z or this uh, happen or the stars align. You know, um, I think that that is putting you as delaying your progress that's delaying your opportunity to get healthy and well and I think people think that they need to have that all or nothing mentality in order to attain their fitness goals they have to uh, make sure that they can run a mile in under 10 minutes their first go round because otherwise they're not they, if they don't do that they fail and that's not true you know if the some people think that, oh you know walking around the block is nothing that that's not something that that's you know I need to be able to go run around the block or I need to be able to do you know three rounds around the block and then do 50 push-ups and then 50 sit-ups and then 50 pull-ups because if I don't then I'm a failure and I think the bottom line is that you have to think about one thing is that we all start somewhere and we all you know start at a basic level and where none of us are perfect the first time you know if you want to think about the first time you ever picked up a drumstick and started doing you know your first set of rudiments and how terrible that went you know but then over time you got better and fitness is no different and fitness so that would be my first thing would be just ditch the perfectionist attitude ditch the all or nothing attitude and just start and start basic and and you know if you have the right coach in front of you they're going to take you from that level of progress um, as well they're going to have that progress as progress mentality and they're going to guide you from where you are and take you to where you would like to be in a progressive format we're not going to go zero to 60 because obviously that's not the right way to take it we got to take you know not directly a to z right away we got to take you know a uh, steps a steps steps b steps c step d and get you to step z eventually Right, because that's going to see not only that you succeed towards your goal, but that you see it in a way that's going to be adaptable to where you're at. Because sometimes you might fall back to step C, and you might even fall back to step B, and you have to go and start over again. And that's okay. Um, it's just a progressive format that's going to take you to where you want to be. And it's going to instill habits that are going to sustain you not only towards your fitness goals right now, but also fitness goals for life. And that, is, that should always be the main goal. And that kind of leads me to my second point is that go into it. This is not just something that's going to be the interim, but this is going to be lifelong, right? This is not something that's going to help me to lose that 5 to 10 pounds now. This is something that I want to do for the rest of my life, not because, you know, it's something that I should do, but it's something that I want to do right and I want to be there and I I feel inspired to be there because it makes me feel good about myself because it makes me feel healthy and and so having that mentality of like of of that I want to do it because I want to do it not because I should do it because I want to do it and and because that that's going to keep me doing it for a lifelong period to do this for the rest of my days because you know shutting down and doing this you know this this whole roller coaster ride fitness thing is just a such a hard thing to do it and and it's like once you go off you know like once you get there and you go off track and then you go back on track and the, the more that you do that the harder it becomes each and every time but if you were just to stay on and just and just ride like you know just continue to ride it as long as you can and and doing everything that you can and taking the little detours when you had to and and just but just staying consistent. And and, um, and I think that leads me to my last point, is that consistency is king. Consistency is king over everything. Because it's, you know, no one ever attains something just by, like, randomly doing it in three months. It is the consistency that takes them through from where they are now to where they are, or from where they were to where they are now. Um, and uh the habitual practice that brought them to that point. And so that they kept on going no matter what the setbacks were, no matter what the circumstances were. And and they kept on doing what they could do in that moment, Um, even though, like, again, like, leading back to the first point, even though it wasn't perfect, they stayed consistent. And that's what helped them to realize their goal over the long period. No one made a million dollars overnight. And even though that's what the news stories say, that they don't see everything that happened before that. Mm. And so mm. again, it's that everything that happened beforehand that led to that moment. I'm thinking of this meme that I see of like this person standing on the podium raising, you know, their hand in the air and the gold medal around their neck, but they're showing the back of that person and below the podium you can see all the missteps and failures and everything that led to them to get to that first place finish. Mm. And I think that's what people don't realize is that, you know, just because somebody ended up with a gold medal, then doesn't mean that they didn't have a bunch of missteps along the way. And you know what? That's okay. I mean, like, but, but taking recognition of that and understanding that the consistency is going to bring them from a place of, you know, uncertainty, to a place of confidence and knowing that they can continue to take those steps forward after that fact of attaining that goal, knowing what that's going to take them habitually to keep them going. Um, I think that's truly, truly powerful. And so, yeah, consistency is king. That's my third and final point.
0: Oh man, there you go. Hey. And so applicable. Like, yeah, if you're a musician, you can apply this, hundred percent. If you, if you're chasing that perfection, you're going to find failure. You're going to find disappointment. Right. And if you're not yeah. remaining com- like committed and consistent to your goals, you can talk all day about, and I've been there. Like it sounds like the, these, these three points are, are stuff that, that you've got hands on experience from. Hey, was there Absolutely. a time that you
1: were this guy? Um, I think for myself, you know, I think, the biggest thing is that the more i'm willing to you know i i come from a very much of a perfectionist's mind time uh, mindset I, I definitely take uh that to heart uh what i say about that because i i come from that place um and it's what's the word i'm looking for but it, it's definitely paralyzed me yeah. in the past um it's prevented me from taking the steps forward i mean uh You know, if people are watching this and they're seeing my face or they go online and they see my face, they're not going to think I'm a 36-year-old guy. Right. Most of them are going to think I'm a lot younger than that. And here I am, 36 years old, and I'm going after a university degree. You know, uh, when I first started in health and fitness, I was told that a degree was really not worth my time. Uh, It was not worth it because I could do everything that I, you know, dreamt of as a personal trainer and while possibly that is true to do the goals that I had set out for myself and intended when I initially gone into the fitness industry it was going to take a little bit more I delayed myself from going to that degree because I you know was scared of what would happen I was scared of of the what ifs and the what ifs and or or the I'll do it someday when I have more experience or when I have more money and all those things that I threw in front of me is what delayed me. This point I'm not I'm not regretting that um, because it's built me into the person that I am today. It's helped me to learn a lot of life lessons that I hold very dear to my heart, and it's helped for you know developed a sense of resiliency within me that I've been able to apply to where I am now. And that's that those life lessons I've, I definitely try to convey as much as i can to my audience online to the athletes that i work with um, to the you know clients that i have the privilege of engaging with on a daily basis and just give them that sense of compassion um, and understanding but also encouragement that you know i've been there i know what you're talking about um, and maybe i don't fully understand your particular situation but i have a sense and idea and i want to tell you that it does get better with the more that you keep trying and the more that you keep putting yourself out there because, and and just knowing that, you know, just because you failed once doesn't mean you're going to fail every time. And maybe you fail 10 times before you get successful once. And that's okay. It's being okay with that. It's being accepting of that. That is truly um, what's going to help you take that step forward because it's about taking those steps forward ultimately, right? It's not about falling down It's not about, you know, you know, taking two steps backwards is whether or not you stay stuck in that moment. Mm. And it's about whether or not you choose to stay stuck in that moment. Mm -hmm. Because they ultimately it is your choice at the end of the day, you decide whether or not you want to stay in that moment, you want to stay on that level, or whether or not you want to evolve further, and you want to take steps forward, that's Mm -hmm. your decision. And Maybe it won't be everything that you envisioned. Maybe it won't be exactly the way you pictured. And sometimes that's actually a good thing Mm -hmm. because sometimes you end up finding what you were truly meant to do in the end anyways. And I know I'm getting very um, philosophical. That's just my nature and I can't help that. But let's just look at it from a health and fitness goals perspective. Um, You know, Sometimes your desire to become five pounds less ends up teaching you more about yourself even though you may never reach that ideal weight. You might find other things that you never knew. Maybe you find a different style of training that you just never thought you would ever thought you would enjoy doing. Maybe you, you find out, I would rather get hella strong than lose five pounds. I would rather be a badass lifter than, you know, run on the treadmill. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the treadmill. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that. But maybe that's what you discover about yourself along the way. Or let's look at it from a, a, a music standpoint. Maybe you were, your dream is to become the next... Oh, I don't know. I, I was going to go with Jimi Hendrix. That feels outdated. But maybe, I don't know, maybe the next John Prishante, um or somebody else that's a little bit more hip and trendy right now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, a, singer, <laughs> I'm
0: a singer. Lead and singer I, problems, I, guys. And, I, and I, I
1: focus more on the singers and the front men than I do about the actual guitars. There I apologize go. to all the guitarists in the audience. But my point is this, is that maybe your desire was ultimately to be that and maybe you just haven't reached where you are. In your music career that you thought you would be but does that mean you failed well what if you are someone that has been you know now you're a music teacher and you're teaching future generations to be better at their craft or maybe you're the TikTok videos that you put out you shredding online is inspiring brand new people to want to pick up to do the guitar and even though you don't actually get to see that you know every day you don't get all the feedback that you thought you would or would desire that you know to have that doesn't necessarily that you mean that you're not making an impact and so you know I think that's that leading back to my point circling back to what I was trying to like say is that your impact on your imprint on this world is only defined by the steps that you take every single day and so having a perception of that the only way to be successful is to reach the pinnacle and be in the the forefront of everybody's, you know, minds and, and, and making millions of dollars or whatever, have you, whatever you quantify as success um, is, you know, it doesn't have to be that grandiose Mm, mm -hmm. and your impact can be so much more significant in, in terms of the empowerment that you place on people by just how you treat them and how you treat yourself yeah, um, and just giving yourself the opportunity to be successful by taking steps forward. Um, and even an inch forward is better each and every day better than no steps forward ultimately. Yeah. Oh. And I could go on and on and on, but I think I'll, I'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that, man. Like, that's the thing is that it is so, it is so person specific, but we do tend to get wrapped up in what it is on the outside and what other people's expectations of us are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to, to close that chapter on, on that, that kind of life, because like, as we've seen, you brought it up. It's like it's close connection with family. It's the things that we're really starting to get back into that we're now creating. We have so much time and space to be with the one person that we have to be okay with for the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. and that scares the shit out of a lot of people, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. All right, dude. Well, where can we find you? Where uh, where can
1: we reach out and say, hey, what's up, Joel? Well, I think uh, the you know, I mean for me, I'm I'm all over the internet uh, <laughs> right now. Um, my website is um, synergy hyphen performance ca now i know some people it's not the word hyphen uh hopefully people, you know, <laughs> the dash um, the dash the, right the, there. the dash yeah. and i gotcha. and i and i and i definitely want to stress that because it, it, <laughs> there's it, a story it, isn't there it, it, it recently like it, rec- <laughs> it recently caused a little bit of turmoil <laughs> with one of my programs uh, i was uh, launching with a, a lacrosse team um they uh <laughs> missed the hyphen and there was a lot of angry angry parents that are like I've been emailing this guy he hasn't been responding to
0: oh me. no and
1: i was like I, oh, no. I looked at the email address and i said well that's that's the problem right there and i apologize to people where the hyphen might throw a little bit of a, a, a monkey it's wrench the you know but that's, but, it, that's but, good, it's, but it's synergy-performance.ca um from there you can find my email address you can find my social media uh, you can connect with me on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm the most active on Instagram. I think, you know, that's just that's where I've been doing a lot of uh, things that social media-wise. Uh, I do do some on, on YouTube as well. Um, some videos that I'm uh, posting just from uh, people can get some ideas and some instruction that way as well. And I'm definitely going to be more active in that in the new year because of using the Train Heroic app and because it's affiliation with YouTube and the videos provided there. Mm. Um, I want to be able to provide my own face to the yeah. exercises that I'm doing it so that I'm not just doing some random people, you know. Yeah. And, and thankful to the people that do supply those videos, they're awesome. I appreciate them highly. But yeah. yes, um, so I would say the best way to kind of find the hub of uh, myself and Synergy Performance training is uh, synergy-performance.ca. Got it. dude.
0: And uh, we're going to do a little uh, music fit podcast uh, code, a little discount code for the for the fine folks that want to jump in on either your virtual uh, weekend training in there. If they are looking for that little bit more one on one attention uh, where they can join the community that you've uh, you've fostered and developed here. Um, I think that's so important for a lot of folks listening. Um, where they don't know where to start, you know. And if if you are out there and you're listening, and you're like, hey, I, I just need a little bit of a, a shakeup to the current system. I know what I kind of want to do. Joel's got another great program. You, you heard it here first. It's called the RX Thirty. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get you started out with uh, with a little discount code. You guys can send an email right to Joel. Or to myself, I'm going to post links up in the show notes here anyways. So you guys are going to have all the information right there at your disposal. Um, and uh, and we're going to get you guys all fit and healthy and happy and fulfilled and whatever else I'm forgetting. So I, I can't feed you, though. Not yet. I'm working on that. If you're hungry, we're going to have to bring in somebody else. So <laughs> on that note, the parole pierogi- see where i was yeah. going with that? The parochial yeah, yeah. is, is out of here. So yeah. Dude, thank you so much for your time. It's been nothing but a blast. I uh, I feel wise, like I just I feel like it's it's so good to have those conversations. You you really do speak from the heart, and um, uh, I'm excited to see both of your programs and and what brings uh, what brings all this fruit into your basket for 2021, my dude.
1: Well, thank you so much. I uh, greatly appreciate all your kind words and for uh, bringing me on the show. Thank you so much.
0: You bet, bud. Till next time, my man. Peace, we bet. All right, folks. You heard it here first. It's got to be about progress. It's got to be about a lifelong commitment. It's got to be consistent. And those are three keys that, honestly, people aren't uh, too disciplined with. So it's about whether or not you want it, right? So be sure to uh, head on over to synergy-performance.ca, okay? Go find Jolie over there. Um, find him, seek him out on uh, on Instagram. He is uh, he is all over Instagram. He's got some great feed going on, so you can see all his weightlifting stuff. You can see some great educational components on there. Uh, a lot of really really great info and just a dude that speaks right from the heart. So, uh where would I want to go with this? Hmm. That's about it. That's about it, guys. Head on over, we do have that uh, that um, discount, so if you uh, email myself at hey at miketheshwartz.com or get in touch at musicfitcollective.com, whatever is easiest for you, or you can send a note over to Joel, check the show notes, send a little note, be like, yo, heard you on the podcast, would love to pick up on your online conditioning programs, you know, you let us know how we can help you, um, everything will be in the show notes, so... That's it, that's all. Till next week, guys, you stay sweet. Peace.